Hello, my name is Ben Oden. I am an author, capacity building and leadership development trainer. Each week, Mimi, pamoja na viongozi mbalimbali who will be featured on this podcast, will bring you leadership principles, stories and philosophies that if applied will elevate you into a position of more influence among those you lead and those who lead you. Hello to you. I hope you are doing well. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Why Lead Others podcast. This is a leadership podcast that aims at challenging your thinking so as to elevate your thought and approach as a leader. My name is Ben Oden and I am the host of this podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Why Lead Consultancy. Now today we'll be talking about something I consider fascinating and um, we'll be talking about what used to be uh, one of my three favorite words. The words are just do it. Now, just do it has grown from uh, a Nike marketing slogan to a motivational mantra used by many, many influencers to encourage others to be and do what they dream of becoming and doing. You want to lose weight? Don't just sit around and overthinking it. Just do it. You want to pursue your dreams? Don't wait for the perfect time. Just do it. You want to set that idea in motion? What are you waiting for? Just do it. And using the famous words of Shia LaBeouf, don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday you said tomorrow, so just do it. Now, while Nike comes off as Yoda when they tell you to just do it, the phrase does not provide any context. It somehow exudes age-long wisdom. And as a result, it has been exploited and misused by many, many, many people. But hopefully for some of you, that ends today. Because I have a different advice for you. Now, try and hear this in the best Shia LaBeouf, Hulk Hogan voice mashup. Don't. Don't just do it. Don't. Don't just do it. Now, before you shut me out and think I am misguided, please give me the next couple of minutes to show you why you shouldn't just do it. And I'll make my argument by using the same company that gave us this quote as proof of why you shouldn't just do it. Now, anyone who's ever applied the just do it mantra into their life soon realize that it is not an overarching life principle. The advice works well when you want to go for a run or go to the gym. However, it doesn't work well when you want to get married. You can't just do it your way into a successful marriage. You can't just do it your way into your dream job. You can't just do it your way into a promotion. You can't just do it your way into building a high-performing team. And certainly, you can't just do it your way into success. Now, the irony of it all is that Nike is a successful company. But you'd be happy to know that they're not successful because they just did it. So then how did they do it and continue to do it? So the first principle we learned from Nike is that don't just do it, do it right. Now, Nike was uh, founded by Bill Barman and Phil Knight in the mid-60s, 1960s. Now, when you think of Nike today, you probably think of, you know, Air Jordan, Air Max, Mercurials, Air Force Ones, or the, you know, latest uh, Vaporfly. But it took Nike eight years from when they launched their company to them actually making their first shoe. Their first Nike shoe was released in 1972, but the company started selling shoes in 1964. 
Those are eight years of learning the intricacies, uh, the intricacies of the trade from consumer needs and behavior to mass production, marketing and distribution. Eight years of experimenting with designs, building a team with the right combination of skills and building a network of resources. All of this before launching their first Nike shoe. Nike didn't just do it. Nike did it right. They weren't going to rush at the expense of their product. If they were going to make shoes, they were going to do it the right way. But what does it mean to, to do it right? What does doing it right means? It means to do it in a way and manner that leads you closer to your vision at the end of the day, considering both the process it took and the end it led to to be satisfactory. I'll say that again. Doing it right means to do it in a way and manner that leads you closer to your vision and at the end of the day, considering both the process it took and the end it led to, to be satisfactory. Now, as a leader, you will constantly be required to carry out a project or a mission leading your team into the casted vision. You will be required to initiate and lead change, to make tough decisions, solve complex problems, always required to do something. It is in the essence of being a leader. So it is your duty as a leader to not just do it, but to do it right. And in order to do it right, you will need to bridge the following gaps. Bridging these gaps, the gaps that I'm about to tell you, is essential to doing it right. The first gap you need to bridge is the knowledge gap. Ask yourself, do you or any members of your team have the contextually relevant know-how required to carry out the task or mission at hand? Ask yourself, have you sought the counsel of experts from that field? Have you bridged the knowledge gap between where you are and where you want to be? The second gap you need to bridge is the skill gap. Do you or any members of your team have the necessary skills required to carry out that task or mission? If not, what are you going to do to bridge that skill gap? The third gap is the resource gap. Do you have the needed resources to not only carry out that task or mission, but finish it? Do you have the needed resources to get to that vision? Do you have the zeal? Do you have the time? Do you have the people? Do you have the technology? Do you have the money? Do you have the relationship needed to accomplish that vision? The point is not to do things so you can move forward. The point is to do things the right way so you can stay forward. So Nike didn't just do it. They did it right. And that's the first principle. Don't just do it do it right. The second principle is this. Don't just do it right. Do it scientifically. Now, doing it right is great, but it is not enough to make you highly successful. You need to do it scientifically. Now, the world is constantly changing. People are innovating at a rapid pace in almost every field. What are the advancements happening in your field? What, what are the things uh, happening, whether technologically or otherwise, that are shaping the future of your field? We live in a data-driven world. Are you taking advantage of the data and the insights offered uh, by that data to improve and excel uh, in your field? Nike was uh, the first actually shoe uh, shoe brand. What is it? Nike was the first shoe company to release the self-lacing shoe. But that technology was being developed since the 80s. In their Nike uh, Sports Research Lab and their Nike House of Innovation Lab, Nike is researching and innovating the future technology of footwear, jerseys, and, you know, their other products. They are constantly monitoring and evaluating how their products are meeting the needs of their customers and using that insight to innovate, innovate, and innovate. 
This culture is how Nike was able to design the shoe that caused an uproar in the universe of uh, long-distance runners. Yes, I'm referring to the Vaporfly. Nike realized that science bridges the gap between now and the future, that science is the door to the future, and to guarantee their market position in the future, they have to do things scientifically today. Now, leadership in and of itself is a science. It requires those who lead to tap into the latest research and discover more effective ways to build, model, engage, and influence their teams. So as a leader, you need to lead scientifically. You need to do things scientifically. Now, there are two ways uh, to do things scientifically. There are probably more out there, but I'm going to share with you two ways of doing things scientifically. The first one is this. You have to tap into the latest and the future. As a leader, you need to make sure that you're not only working with the latest uh, insights and technology that will help you and your team accomplish your vision, but you need to be future-driven. Always studying the future and finding ways to prepare for that future. Not to survive in that future, but to thrive in that future. So as a leader, you need to be the student of the future. Now, the second way of doing things scientifically is um, by tapping into data science. Now, the question I have for you is, are you collecting and analyzing data that will help uh, enlarge your understanding of your current performance as a leader, as a team, and as an organization? Are you collecting and analyzing data that will help you deeply understand the changing needs of your customers and how to best serve them? Are you using these insights to improve and innovate, innovate, innovate? So these are the two ways you can lead scientifically, by always tapping into the latest and the future and by uh, tapping into data science. Now, Nike didn't just do it right and scientifically. They did it with conviction. This is the third principle. Don't just do it right and scientifically. Do it with conviction. Now, like I said, Nike doesn't just do it right and scientifically. They do it with conviction. They believe in their bold ideas. They believe in the power of their brand. A good example of this is seen when Nike partnered with Michael Jordan in 1984. Now, in 1984, Michael Jordan had not played a single game in the NBA yet. In fact, he didn't even want to partner with Nike. He wanted Adidas. And the terms Michael's camp proposed were unprecedented. At the time, the industry standard was having athletes wear shoes that were already designed. A sneaker designer would design a shoe, uh, send the shoe to the athlete, and the athlete would simply be an influencer. Somebody who's going to wear the shoe, people will see him wear the shoe, and people would want to buy the shoe. But Jordan wanted more. He wanted to be part of the designing process. No one else was doing this. Nike said yes. And then Jordan was offered half a million dollars in a five-year contract and stock options. Now, we got to keep in mind here that the second highest paid athlete was getting $150,000 a year. And remember, Jordan had not played a single game in the NBA yet. Why? Because Nike believed in what their partnership with Michael Jordan can do for their brand. Their informed conviction allowed Nike to take a calculated risk with Michael. Now, without conviction, a leader won't gain much influence. As a leader, you need to truly believe in what you are doing. Uh, Sue Wigston is quoted saying, Leaders are often responsible for implementing change, promoting a new approach, generating enthusiasm for a given course of action, solving a problem, or seizing an opportunity. Now, all these actions have one thing in common. They all require conviction. Uh, Sue, goes on, Sue goes on to say that conviction is developed by the presence of a couple of things, and, I, and I'll just focus on three things. The first one is knowledge. 
As a leader, you need to be educated and well-informed, informed on the available prospects of right now and the foreseeable prospects of the future. You need to devour any research and any published material that will help you be better, lead better, and remove cognitive, operational, institutional, and pragmatic bias so that you and your team can see opportunities more clearly. Now at Nike, it was Sonny Vaccaro who knew Jordan was the next guy. Do you have people in your team that have their ear on the ground? People who are grounded in the moment but focused on the future. Do you have the necessary knowledge of your industry, the present and the future? Now the second thing is passion. This is the second element in developing conviction. Now knowledge alone does not necessarily produce conviction. You need to be passionate about what you are doing or where you are going. Now passion uh, or being passionate uh, is being emotionally committed uh, towards something to a degree where you are willing to suffer and sacrifice for it. So passion is not a wishy-washy feeling. Passion is uh, this emotional commitment towards something uh, towards a or towards a direction to a degree where you are willing to suffer and sacrifice uh, and sacrifice for that thing. So this is the second element in developing conviction. The third element in developing conviction is belief. Now, belief completes the circle of conviction. Uh, Sonny Vaccaro had his ear on the ground. He, he had the knowledge. Um, but beyond that, he was passionate about sneaker marketing. But then beyond the passion, he was willing to suffer the possible consequences of the failure of his ideas. He believed in Michael Jordan. He not only knew that Michael was the one, he believed Michael was the one. As a leader, you need to believe in your ideas and the direction that you're taking and hopefully succeed in making others in your team and organization believe as well. So these three elements produce conviction, knowledge, passion, and belief. So don't just do it right and scientifically, do it with conviction. That's the third principle we learned from Nike. Now the last principle is this, don't just do it right scientifically and with conviction, do it consistently. Dwayne Johnson says, success isn't always about greatness, it's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. Greatness will come. I'll say that again. Success isn't always about greatness, it's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. Greatness will come. Now, Nike has been doing the right thing scientifically and with conviction for over 50 years now. Consistency in doing the right thing scientifically and with conviction gives you authority and influence as a leader. Now, we all know that leaders who are consistent inspire trust and loyalty from their followers. When a team trusts and is loyal to their leader, their level of engagement and commitment is higher. Now, high employee engagement and commitment leads to places, <laughs> do I even need to finish the sentence? And on the flip side is that when customers trust and are loyal to your brand, need I say more? So don't just do it. Instead, do it right do it scientifically, do it with conviction, and do it all consistently. Don't just do it. Instead, do it right, do it scientifically, do it with conviction, and do it all consistently. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Wild Lead Others podcast, and I am your host, Ben Oden. And until next time, don't just do it. Instead, do it right, do it scientifically, do it with conviction, and do it all consistently. Bye-bye. This has been the Wildlead Others podcast brought to you by Wildlead Consultancy. Wildlead Consultancy is a capacity building firm that exists to build highly productive and innovative leaders. To reach us, go to www.wildleadothers.com.